Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny. One pastor calls for action in the fight for the right to worship. You may be crying today, but don't think that's every pastor, every rabbi, every Muslim leader, every religious leader to exercise your First Amendment rights. Come on, let the lion inside you begin to roar. Take your people back into the house of how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way, even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Eight Everybody minutes past the hour. Welcome in. It's the kickoff hour. The Rick and Bubba Show is live, and we appreciate you. The Good Time Gang is here. I'm Speedy alongside Greg Burgess, Michael Helms, and Eddie Van Adler. And we are thankful for you choosing the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. We kick things off. That's why it's called the kickoff hour. So hang tight. They're coming in one hour from now. We have a lot to break down. Good night. Look at this. The stories, the stories. You know, we shouldn't be surprised when we pull show prep, but we sometimes are. The headlines out there are some crazy ones, and we'll break all of that down, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. You help produce this hour, so you have to listen and watch with a little bit of responsibility. Well, let's bring them in now. Sitting over to my right, it is Greg Burgess and Michael Helms with Eddie Van Adler taking care of TV. What's up, man? How are y'all? Y'all good? Hey. What's good. up, boys? Good. Glad hey. to be back in the saddle. Here What's we go. What's up, boys? Uh huh. Now, when we first started the intro today, you you had two things playing, but it was so weird mm-hmm. that it kind of matched. It was mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth, and mm-hmm. I thought, was that by design? No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it but it scared me, and I thought, man, he's in there. He's been in there working, You're putting some stuff together. And I grabbed my headphones, mm-hmm. and then you said, oh well. Not, not that wasn't supposed to happen. 
kind of disappointed. I thought you'd done something new. Yeah. Helmsy's pulling the curtain back, boys. I really did. I thought, I thought, and Adler came in here, and Adler was like, man, it was sounding good, mm-hmm. but uh, we didn't know if it was right or not. Yeah. You don't care, though, Greg. You're in there getting your coffee. Yeah, he don't it didn't bother me at you all. You and your big toe hurting. Yeah, I saw it. Big knuckle toe. Big old knuckle toe. Come on. Uh, yeah, th- what you heard um, was a uh, a pastor Brian Gibson uh, who is is uh, is going to be probably a a Rick and Bubba University podcast guest and Rick and you I you went ahead and brought him on and well Rick and I here's what's so weird Rick and I uh, have been going back and forth on him as we do all the podcast guests just trying to nail it down and figure out what's best and when and all that and uh, I was texting with Rick while that intro was going on oh, and. Okay. Uh, you know how you can do the um, the uh, uh, the iMessages through your laptop too. Uh, you know how you can sync yeah. it up or whatever. Yeah, for some reason, yours comes sometimes to mine like that when I've got it up and won't come to my phone because of his phone. Yeah, another well, weird again, thing with again, his phone Greg. That, that messes things up. So anyway, well, long story short, I was sending Rick a bunch of video and audio on Pastor Gibson yesterday, uh, and apparently his, his the, the audio just started playing. Uh, when I had uh, uh, his uh, his name pulled up on my laptop, so there you go. That's a little bit behind the curtains there, here on the Rick and Bubba show. You never know. Did y'all give the uh, Democratic deal convention no, anything last night at all? I've got a life, buddy. I, I couldn't do it. One, there's the, I didn't watch it. I there's just two wanted. things because I mean I know what it's going to be, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't like it virtual. We don't have a crowd. And it, Did you I, attempt I, to watch it? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I, I just know that I don't like that. Yeah. As much as I do, I do, and, I, and plus this bunch, I I've, I've, I hear what they say. I know what's what's going on. Oh I yeah, mean, I, but out of curiosity, I understand. I, like when Joe comes out and speaks, I'm absolutely watching. Yeah, I've got to do that. Dude, get ready for anything. <laughs> I love the uh, the staff commentary because I woke up to I think 26. I text did the messages. same thing. I was. And uh, apparently uh, Bubba got a long nap yesterday because <laughs> he, he was fired up last night, and he did give it something. So I cannot wait. For his commentary, uh, if the text messages give us a glimpse of what he has on his mind, it'll be a good show today when it comes to him breaking all of that down. Uh, just a couple of highlights that I'm seeing just from show prep, getting the, getting the, the show ready for the guys. Um, uh, Cuomo, uh, the governor for the state of uh, New Orleans, I mean New Orleans, <laughs> New York, said that he called it the European virus, not the not not the. Uh, the China virus, the Wuhan virus, he calls it the European virus and blames Trump for everything. He calls it the European virus? Yeah, but ignores- How does the Europeans feel about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. But I guess he ignores all of his um, his governing decisions for the state of New York uh, during during the COVID-19. Uh, Chris Wallace of, of Fox News basically said, to, to Greg's point, it felt like a telethon, not a, not, not a convention. And I guess the Repub- Republican National Convention might feel the same way just because of the viral side of things where you're just sitting there watching it <clears throat> and it just feels weird. Yeah. Um, I also see where Michelle Obama had recorded her uh, her little speech uh, prior to uh, Kamala being named uh, his uh, VP So she didn't pick. mention her? No, that that's what everybody's saying. But, yeah. again, I don't know. Uh, I understand AOC is uh, spatting with – what's the former governor's name? Um, I need to – for Ohio that's jumped Kasich. over. Kasich. Kasich, yeah. Uh, K- you know, and he the... jumped over, and I understand Bubba was making fun of his haircut. Wait a minute, so she's mad because he got more speaking time than she's going to yeah, get. He ba- she's, she's only, is it tonight when she speaks? Yeah. He, I may watch that, too, because she's kind of entertaining also. He, he Here's nutshell. He basically said the AOCs of the Democratic Party, they get the soundboard. They, they get a lot of attention when really that's not the 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 the, the – 
bread and butter of the Democratic Party. Oh, they're, trying, okay? they're trying to sell him as a moderate again. Yeah, and she came back and said, well, it, it's it's funny how a Republican, you know, um, can uh, can say things like this when he hasn't supported women and all this exactly. kind of stuff. And so she's they they were going back and forth a little bit yesterday. <clears throat> you know, uh, I so. think the debates will will <clears throat> help people decide. I don't think these conventions, not with these two, will help you decide. Trump's the most polarizing person on the planet. You're either going to love him or yeah. hate him. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so at, as far as a convention goes, you know where you stand. Yeah. Now, you may get into the debates and go, man, I'm concerned about Joe yeah. here. I'm, or, or I may just, look, Joe's not quite as bad as I thought he was, so I'm going there. I think that may turn the tables with some folks, but mm-hmm. these conventions are a waste of time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did, uh, and we'll have, to, we'll have to talk about this, I did get a notification. That's one good thing about, um, setting up notifications on, on your phone and stuff like that where you uh, you know forget things are on live and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to tune over. And the uh, SEC network released the full SEC schedule with dates, um, times, uh, and all you know locations and all this kind of stuff. They had already sent out uh, the two teams that everybody was getting on uh, you know added. And then yesterday on the Fine Bomb show, they released week one, but they had not released the full schedule. And they all broke that down, and so I was able to watch some of that. And that's y'all. This is the schedule I wish we had every year. Man, for let the me SEC. tell you something. I know that, that there's some lower tier teams in the SEC. I get that, but there's every weekend. It's yeah. just like bam, bam. I mean, just another one. Now here's another one. To your oh, point, yeah. this is you what we go, want to just do that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what everybody's been arguing for years and years. <laughs> get rid of the cupcakes and let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I tasted fire. I'm ready to come alive. 21 minutes past the hour. I can't just shut it up. And fake Rick and Bubba shows kickoff right. hours live. Thank you so much for being with us. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. The I am Speedy alongside Greg Burgess, Michael Helms, Eddie Van Adler. We're the Good Time Gang. All right, so we have a lot to break down. Uh, the news of the day. We got sports. We got politics. We got some wacky worlds. Um, I have a uh, guys. I know that we've kind of been wanting this. I have an inside to. Some COVID testing, I know that's a big part of everybody's life out there, depending on your situation, who you come across. Um, I love the um, – and, and look, uh, let me just tell you this. This is not an indictment against those that are, are trying to do the testing. Like the workers. The, the workers. The nurses. They're, they're out there on the front yeah. line. They're trying to – do the testing. They're trying to do the paperwork. They're He's just throwing a disclaimer out there. Well, well, well I'm just and saying. People are not going to hear what he's saying no, either. But, but it, it's good that he's saying. Yeah, because this you not, don't mean it. It's yeah. not their fault. It's the system they're using. Okay, uh, it's not. It, I mean, it's, it's the cards they've been dealt, Speedy. Yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, but I have a, a situation here where um, we have a, a friend of the family that had to get tested yesterday because they came across someone that that had it. Now they were just in the same room. Uh, but but they were told that because of that that uh, that they had to get tested if they wanted to participate in what they were doing. So they have to kind of mind the rules. Okay, we'll get tested. And so the day that they were 
that they came across this person, they ran to go get tested because it came out to everyone, hey, go get tested if you were in this room, if you were a part of this meeting, go get tested. So they run and go get tested, and then they were told they were turned away. And I didn't know this. If y'all, if y'all know this, please tell me. But they were told you have to wait five days before you can be tested when you come when you come across someone that that has COVID nineteen. Got to give it five. You can't. You in other words, like if Greg has it today, and you and I found found out about it tomorrow, Helmsy or and Adler, we can't go. Okay, I'm gonna go get tested. Go then they say you have to wait five days before you can ever get tested. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. So they were turned away. Well, the, so that means five days came down to yesterday. So they were like, okay, I'm going to go back to where I was turned down. Well, it was a five-and-a-half-hour wait mm. just to get tested. All right, that's the first problem. My All right, if we want mm. people to get tested, you know, <laughs> Greg, you know the story about I signed up and I was tired of waiting and I left? Yeah, and I, I kind of started to believe to come, it now. You know what? Starting to believe it. <laughs> and the so, fact that there's a lot of those stories out there, now we may be seeing why. Yeah. I may have to apologize. <laughs> and, and so uh, so they're like, well, we got to find another plan. I mean, who's got five and a half hours to sit around and wait? So they drove an hour away to another place. And it, I guess maybe two and a half hours later, I could tell, hey, wow, they're still there. Hmm. So oh, they man. get tested, and they got the rapid test, and it quickly came back negative, which is good. I mean, all right, yeah, woo-hoo, yeah. Uh, you're negative. But then they said, but now the um, the send-off, they call it, that's what they called it, the send-off test, and I'm sure it has another name. But well, the if you've got to wait on that, just do it. Don't the, even the do it. The send-off test, it's going to come back Wednesday. And so if it's negative, then everybody can return. Well, what the? What Let me the, ask you this. That doesn't make and any you may not sense. Know the answer, you may not know the answer to this. Why if, even do that? If the, the other uh, test would have been positive, would there have been a need for the send-off? Is that why they do it? Well, that's a great point, Helms, because if yeah. if we're if we're waiting on the send-off to make it official, yeah. okay, well, then if the rapid test would have been positive but the send-off came back negative, then which one's right? Do well, you have to go back and get tested but, again? But, and that's why I'm asking, would they have even done the other one? Well, they, yeah, they did both of them the exact, at the same time. They were like, okay, here, let's okay. do the rapid test. So they didn't know the, the result. Test. Well, okay, okay. All right. And the, and then I don't understand that. that and makes, you're just wasting a test unless Well, if you're not going to go off that, test. and I understand, again, I understand – uh, yeah. the, the, the side um, you've of you got the, people waiting, yeah. on results, and then we didn't. I see why now, yeah, yeah. because you know you got it right. And I understand hours. both sides. Okay, I understand uh, the the organization trying to say we want to make sure everybody does not have COVID. I again, I yeah. get that. I do. Um, you got to wait five days. Go get tested. All right, here we go. But if the rapid test, I don't know if they're like, hey, we want both of them to to say the same thing before we let you come back, or maybe the send off test is is more accurate than the than the rapid test i don't really know maybe those of you that have been tested can tell me uh but the, in the and in the medical field i know you're just working with what you're working with i mean you can't really help the system but about 4 hours later they were done now who has got and they're four, still waiting for when who has got don't 4 hours that. And they're an hour away from home. Don't forget that. Yeah. Who's got four hours in your day to just go? Okay, I'm gonna go get te- today is my test day. Well, and, you know, there was a buddy of mine. He went to get his, and he <laughs> got tired of waiting. He didn't feel the paperwork. But you know, out. I'm starting to believe that story. Yeah. Now I don't know about how it came back positive, but I guess that's the send off test. Yeah. And and forgive me. I don't know how to say this. Please forgive me. I'm not trying to be like you know conspiracy man, but I don't. I don't. 
again, this is not an indictment against the people. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't trust the system I, well, because it's so we, overrun. I mean, you got that many samples flying in, right. flying out, and you can't expect all of them to be correct. Right. So, I mean, what's happening with the send off? I mean, where's it going? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to know stuff yeah, like that. Swall- I mean, I yeah, just- you know what I mean? Like, okay, if the send off, one if it comes back and it's different than the rapid, then which one's right? Yeah, and and the send off. I'm just a little bit more leery of that. I'm like, okay, because you hear so many horror stories and you don't know what to believe. Now, but you hear the numbers and how they're fudged and and the cases and all this, know. and you don't know what to believe. That's what's so frustrating about this dang thing is because nobody knows what to believe. I um, I thought I saw an article yesterday about some. You know, we we get it seems like a new test every, <laughs> but they they're coming with saliva tests. Yeah. It's supposed to be a game changer, right? And of course, I've been hearing that about yeah. different things, but did I say that wrong? No, no, I, no. That was that was. Uh, I matter of fact, Bubba was even talking done, about that. Maybe yesterday. it's more reliable, and it's, you can get it quick and be done with it. Mm-hmm. They act like it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Yeah, well, there, there was just some takeaways. I didn't know you had to wait five days. Did not know that. I, I get. I understand why. Mm-hmm. But okay. But let's say school systems, for instance. Let's say little Johnny uh, tested positive, and he's he's in the. I don't know. I'm just uh, let's, let's not say little Johnny. Let's say Johnny. He's in the tenth grade. I'm just making up something. I like you using little Johnny. Yeah, but I mean, maybe my dad used to tell little Johnny jokes. Oh, there were some well, good ones. If too. he was in the tenth grade, I didn't know if it should be little or not. Yeah. But all right, little Johnny's in the tenth grade. They, had, they said we found the class picture of little Johnny. <laughs> right. Yes. He comes back positive. Okay. Well, now the school's going to freak out. <gasps> this, this, you know, everybody's we got to shut school down. But I thought there was a test, the rapid test, where we could just go get tested and then keep on trucking. But if you've got to wait five days to get tested, what do you do in those five days? Quarantine yourself. Yeah. which is shutting school down. Exactly. So when and you I, hear numbers of, hey, they've got 30 students under quarantine, that doesn't mean 30 are positive. That right. means that there may be one that is, and mm-hmm. they all happen to walk by him. Mm-hmm. You know? We're but getting it, emails from other school systems that are pulling the plug and sending everybody home with like three to five cases. And so, I and yesterday I picked up Chromebooks for my kids because they're going to be, you know, scattered out every couple of days going. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers, administrators, he said something to me when he was handing it to me. It just made, didn't make me feel good that they were actually even going to come oh, here boy. in the next few weeks. I was like, okay. I was like, wow. So I you know something I don't know. They're yeah. seeing areas like in other states that had already started yeah. school. Mm-hmm. And he probably and knows a lot it. of it's the guidelines. I mean, I know. if you're going by those guidelines, it's yeah. going, you're going to shut it's down. Tough. You, yeah. you are. You are. But but back to back to my story is the person was quarantined for five days, went and got tested, rapid came back negative. Now they got to wait for the. It makes zero Rick sense. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. say this, but I don't think we got toes here full this off. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour and we're live. Good time, gang. Holding the fort down until Rick and Bubba join us 30 minutes from now. Will and me could spin today. It has not spun, so I know it's early in the week, but you never know. It could spin, so be standing by for that. Greg, I had no idea how many people love you banging on those drums over there. Is that like therapy for you? Do you get a lot of frustration out yeah. on those drums a little bit? Does that yeah, help? Anytime you hit something with a stick. Yeah, yeah, I know. Come on. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, a lot on the table today, uh, plus your phone calls, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Feel free to join in on the conversation. 
Um, we have a story here. The headline is uh, a good one, and I think it'll open up some they discussion. It's a good one. It's a good one. Here's the headline 47% of millennials and Gen Zs won't date someone who doesn't recycle. Oh, wow. Study claims. So hmm. you better be separating your plastic and your glass. You better be. And a sample of over 1,300 people, they found that 47% of young Americans uh, would not want to be romantic uh, with uh, anyone who does not recycle. Another 45% said they won't date someone who used an excessive amount of single-use plastic. Okay, time out. How many? 25%? Uh, no, 45. 45%. Let me ask you, so, big you're, so you're telling There's me. There's 47, just, then 45. Let me just, let's, I'm just Can playing. you outfind your recycling? That's what I was fixing to say. So you've seen someone you're attracted to. You might even like them. It's a, they've got a good personality. Hey, they're good looking. You know what? This this feels really natural. I really like this person. And then, oh, my God, what happened? Well, they don't recycle. That was it. That was it. That was the deal breaker. Mm. 45, 47? Yeah, 47% said they won't date you. Think about that. Uh, and 45% said that they wouldn't date someone that just used a single-use plastic. If you got enough money and oh you're fine God. enough, you won't worry about that extra green can that you're supposed mm. to put stuff in. Hey, I've yeah, got, I've got, I guarantee you there's a scale on yes. that they're not talking about. I've got some bad percentage. Are you ready for this? Well, Who is this go. millennial and generation? Who? Uh, these are uh, uh, Gen Zs <laughs> that, that and millennials. That confuses me. I don't here know. we go. Who, first of all, who come up with all that? Right. Moreover, 67% of the survey respondents who are between the ages of 18 and 29 mm-hmm. said they believe global warming is a real man-made and serious threat, so much so that 71% ranked it more important than the economy. Well, that's incorrect, but. Wow. Well, that again. Wow. When you see the other stat, is that surprising? I think generation. I, mean, I refuse Z to mislabeled. date anyone who won't recycle. I mean, and you're surprised that they they have that attitude about man-made global warming. Mm. They said that the top two items that are reportedly hitting landfills in 2020 are charging cords and cables at 49 percent, headphones at 42 percent. They're upset about it. So let me. So if I'm if I want to date you. This is, I mean, so I've got the pickup line and we're having a conversation. And then instead of going, so tell me a little bit about yourself. You got any kids? You know, you're just trying to find information. Do you recycle? I mean, is that one of the first things you uh, ask someone if you're in that category? Because think about this. Uh, you became a couple and you were dating. You were getting serious. And everybody's like, man, they, they, he looks like he's met the right one. And then all of a sudden they're busted up one day and you go up and go, what happened? My goodness, that must have been bad. Well, come find out she wasn't recycling. Mm. I mean, could you actually imagine that coming out of someone's mouth? Um, so uh, let me throw some more this? stats at you, and then I want Helmsy to break down the, the age groups because I get confused on who oh, everybody is. Oh, I can't is. figure this gen some, this and that. Yeah. They're obviously mislabeled. I don't, know what I, I don't even know DA. what I am. It ought to <laughs> be Gen so DA, not Gen Z. Right. Yeah, since we can change names, let's just do that. Um, so Declutter is who, who did this uh, survey. They said that 90% of millennials and Gen Zers recycle regularly while 43% choose to compost and 27% choose zero plastic as a way to save the earth. They say as far as recyclables, 29% of mobile phones, 22% speakers, Blu-rays, discs, DVDs, 22% and the list goes on and on. But bottom line is if you're not recycling, then they're not dating you. Yeah. Yeah. 
So so break down the the whole millennials and where's the Gen Zers and I know they said eighteen to twenty nine. What age group? What, what who is that? Is that the so Gen Z? Gen Z, also known as IGen, which wow, really ought to be. Which Gen. one is it? it well, it's it's it can be both. It well, says see, IGen. Well, too. no, this it's it's just also known as IGen or Gen Z, mm-hmm. which it ought to be Gen I, Generation Ignorant. <laughs> um, me, me, me. Gen look Z me. is yeah, nineteen ninety five to two thousand twelve. So also we'll, this bunch, I? this bunch we're talking about, or IGN, is why they got it labeled. Give me and this is from the from CareerPlanner dot com, nineteen ninety five to two thousand twelve. That's right. your Gen right, Zers. So, right, so then, that's Tyler. Tyler's a Gen Zer. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he's, he, yeah, I so don't think he's going to date many. I mean, if because I don't know he recycles. Pretty recycling. Recycling. I mean, I think he tries, but no, I don't know if it's try. Mine are all. Mine are really all Gen Zers, too. Even I guess mine are the ones before that because I got a '91 and a '94. Yours fall into the Millennials, Generation Y, and Generation Next, which is 1980. So this is the this is times. where I just missed out on. <laughs> Did they have three times? Millennials, Generation <laughs> Y, and Gen Next what, what is 1980 to 1994, <laughs> and then the Exennials. This see what? this I'd never heard of this. Exennials are not. There's some overlapping categories here. Um, 1975 to 1985. So I would fall into that category or fall into the very end of the Generation X or or the Baby Bus, which we all three I, in this room hurting. fall into. Generation X. We're Generation X, the Baby Bust. Okay. The Boomer Generation stopped in, in 1964. Oh, so I barely missed. So yeah. we're so we're Xers. Yes, we're all everybody so, in the room's Xers. Uh, Adler would fall into the Exennials or see, the Millennials, Generation Y, Gen Next, whichever one, I guess. I can see him turning someone down for not recycling. I can see that. <laughs> Sorry, about that. Sorry about that, Ed. So we can say, hey, what's up, Xer? So we're Xs. I guess. Hmm? Well, we only have one. No, he, he we would, only have he one would be title. Millennial. Yeah, we only have one title. Well, well they say Baby Bust. Okay, so they thought you know, that it's, it's just Baby in, Boomers. Kind of, to yeah. the baby bust. Yeah. They're just saying the Generation X is the baby bust. And we're at the front end of it. You're at the back end. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're covered now. Do we recycle? That's your 40, Do we recycle or that's not? That's your 41-year-olds to 55-year-olds. Yeah. Do we recycle? Here mm. comes our millennial, Do Generation Y, not Generation not Next. <laughs> here he comes. Right here. Here he, here he is. Comes. Here he comes. I, um, hey, buddy. <laughs> how you feel about recycling? When I was dating this one girl, oh, this, was, this was a long time ago. Long time ago, yeah. Over a decade ago, the um, butcher. I pretended to recycle. Okay, did you? Wow, just gonna put that out there. That's Goodness not, gracious! Okay. Oh, let me put this in my recycling bin. Yes. <laughs> so your Clunk. generation, y'all use that as a pickup. Shabong! <laughs> put that into the trash can uh, later. Later, <laughs> but look at my little blue can. She's not looking. Uh, so yeah, you know, you got you do what you got to do, gentlemen. You know, <laughs> remember because you admitted that you you voted for Obama the first time around. Just to same girl, it. same <laughs> girl. <laughs> got it. Got it. Hey, look, I, do, it was right? in Alabama. It really didn't matter. You knew, yeah. It didn't point. matter one bit. <laughs> I'm not making a difference. There you go. You really weren't. All right. So I don't know if I told y'all this on air. I know I have off air. It's been a minute. All right, so do y'all remember when I was at the gas station? And now it's been—I bet you it's been eight years. I was at the gas station, and we've all done when this. You saw that I'm drinking—I'm drinking some a water bottle. And oh, I'm you walk- started filming that little person, and they busted <laughs> you. Right. Yeah, I remember that. We all remember that. That's that not the story. Oh, different gas station. Yes. Hey, I don't know what generation won't date people that do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's one. Out really? 
Um, no, so anyway, I was just drinking a water bottle and then finished it out and then mm-hmm. threw it in the trash. And this old man comes up to me that. and goes, you're breaking my heart doing that. And I was you like, said, keep on, I'm be breaking me. that nose. I said, what? I can't believe you did that. And I was like, but that's surprising because he's, he's not, he's from the way right, back. And I don't right. know if he was that old, but it, yes, that well, sounded to me. Old. But I was like, at first, I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought, did I cut somebody off in traffic getting here, and he followed me in? Breaking his heart. Right. He said, you're breaking my heart. You're breaking my heart doing that. Well, sir, There's no sir. way he was that old. <laughs> well, yeah, he didn't have a walker. but Sir, it sounds like your heart is already in bad shape. You just don't let this bother yeah, you. Yeah, please let me dig this bottle out of the can before we lose you. Yeah. Good night. But yeah, it scared me a little bit. How long did it take you to realize what he was talking about? Uh, it took me a minute. I was like, "What?" And then I, and then he right there, and he like pointed at the I garbage. I said, you, "You ought to just be glad I put it in a can." Mm-hmm. You know, in the old days, we just thrown it. <laughs> yeah, I could have just thrown it on the floor. I know. Yeah, I um, the other day a buddy of mine was at my place doing a socially distanced visit. Sure, uh, he's moving out of town, so he came over. We so went what for time. <laughs> Well, to meet, meet the baby, yeah, I don't know. I know. That's true. I don't know. Okay, hey, the Ruby. And so the there baby. you go. And so um, he had sparkling water, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> where does this? Where do y'all recycle?" And I go, "I mean, the trash can's right there." Well, man. <laughs> you you should have said, "Yeah, go ahead and give it to me. I'll I'll do that later." And I actually <laughs> go, I go, they don't they actually don't pick up recycling at our house, and my wife hears that. And she goes, yes, they do. I go, they do? I've been living here for three years. I didn't know that. You don't so have that special that. can? I just found out they do come to our house. So All right. I guess I'm going to think about starting. You got- I'm not. I'm yeah. not going to do it. I'm not going have y'all heard that, like, recycling, supposedly all the processing and the pickup and the sorting and all that has more of a net negative effect on the or, environment? Or, than or actually... people like me come up with that just so it'll justify it. See, I've heard that. So I don't, I don't know if that's true. Or right, so when they go, go, hey, I'm going with that. So when they go to the landfill Done. with everything. All right, so we oh, at, at our house we got we got a gray can and we got a blue can. See, all right, blue can is recycling. It just came with the city delivers them when you get the house. You just that's what that's came what with the house. Yeah. I would probably like do that. And, and, and we do the blue. You would, Greg? The, no, yeah, probably. the blue one's full uh, of like <laughs> believe me, the, the blue one is full of Amazon boxes that we've <laughs> we've we've ordered stuff and well, it's, it's got those. a stuff and those are pretty full. It's pretty full every every other Wednesday. It's recycled. So. Do they do, do they take them to like different places of the landfill? Because is it all going to the same place? They probably it go can't be going. Right. <laughs> they're yeah. what, they're I mean, just doing what I did. Yeah, I mean, I guess what <laughs> I'm saying yep, is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you're thro- if you're throwing it away or putting it in the blue can, are they take? If, if they're had, taking it a quarter of a mile on the other problem. side of we've the landfill, we've had waste what's the management people call this show and say it's going to the same place, but I don't know if that's the truth. But or not. The, but the, maybe they have different. Well, they've the said no. They've said that wow. this all goes the I, same, I, and that there's no what if separation. Nobody recycles. Everybody's well, pretending. The, yeah, it, like me, the garbage guys, everybody. Then nobody. I would like to know out. more about that. that yeah, part of yeah. It. Because we, if you're trying to do better, and you think you're trying to save the earth, and you're, I mean, you're blue canning it, and you're recycling like there's no tomorrow, and then they just come pick it up and dump it at the same place. I'm gonna tell you, I, I don't. Mean, I don't recycle cardboard. I light it up. Do yes, good. I build big old bonfires. Uh huh. Well, you love to burn stuff. Oh, right? I love it. I think that I heard that paper. <clears throat> if you put it, just put it back in the ground. That's like the easiest, one of the easiest ways to do it, and it still does mm-hmm. a good job. You know, turns into dirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I heard glass. I think recycles really well too. Plastic, not so much. Well, I don't know. It they're dumping the plastic notes. Recycling is fake news. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Phone snack.
are back. It is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, we actually, Eddie Van Adler has screened a lot of you up. Recycling has become a topic here on the show because we just did a story on millennials and Generation Zers. Uh, a majority of them, 47%, said they won't even date you if you don't recycle. Uh, and so that's kind of spun into a couple of different things. But this portion of the show brought to you by our friends at Get- Gridiron Men's Conference. We just had uh, Phil Waldrop on the show yesterday. It is on, and it's coming up uh, this Saturday, uh, or should say Friday and Saturday, August 21st and 22nd. And uh, so you can secure your tickets right now by uh, by visiting uh, gridironmen.com or .org, either one. Uh, that they all work. It works the same. Uh, it will feature our very own Rick Burgess. He'll be there uh, with uh, other uh, leaders that are going to be uh, giving you some great messages. David Jeremiah, Steve Farrar, uh, Josh Revis, uh, Charles Billingsley will be there uh, leading worship. Michael W. Smith performing. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be uh, a, a, a good time uh, as, uh, as men. Uh, we need this, and a lot of you are responding already. Uh, saying that you are making plans to be there. They have a, a COVID-19 plan uh, with the city of Huntsville uh, that they have planned out. And so they're going to, you can sit in groups of four and then there'll be like four empty seats and then group of four. So you can still sit with your group if you go. Uh, so uh, they got special precautions in place. So all the safety precautions are, are, are uh, you know, in full effect. So don't worry about that. But secure your tickets today by going to gridironmen.com. Uh, gridironmen.com get your church group your your family your friends together and and go enjoy a great two-day uh event full of fun there in huntsville uh and uh, we we look forward to hearing about that coming up on monday but rick part of the group there gridironmen dot uh gridironmen.com uh or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button all right so phone calls are plenty the the question was asked all right, we got our blue can and we got a gray can out in front of the house, and we're all trying to recycle and do better. Uh, are the blue can and the gray can going to the same place at the dump, at the landfill? Uh, are they going to the same place, or are <coughs> we just doing all this for, for no reason and, and they just that. end up getting dumped? Now, at the when same you place? say same place, you're like saying not, not, same landfill. Not separated. No, no, I'm not, not talking separated. about the landfill. Not separated. Okay, not, Greg, I'm not separated. About separate. I've dumped heard in the waste same management dirt. people yeah. tell me before that they don't have the resources nor the time to do it. And they dump it all in the same place. This is all a feel good thing for our society. I don't know if that's true or not. That's what I've been told. Okay. Uh, let's go to Ted. He's in Clay and wants to wait in. Uh, weigh in, I should say. Eight six six. We be big. Ted, go ahead. Morning, guys. Uh, I've actually called in before. I'm the guy who had the pet peeve about people who throw away a half a bottle of water instead of pouring it out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the recycle business, mm-hmm. and Helmsy is absolutely right. This is what's going on. And this seems to have started when we got into a tariff war with China. China refused to accept our plastic. and So even recycling is China's fault? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, that's when it China. happened. I don't, China. China, China used to take our plastic, mm-hmm. and, and they would make products out of it and send it back to us. Well, they've stopped. So pla- we, we sent out letters to all our customers with blue bins that said, hey, we're, you know, We'll take it if you want to, but we are charging you for it, but it's not being recycled. Wow. Wow. China. China. Wow. Good night alive. Completely off the subject. Well, if Let's, that's the case, um, why, are we, why are we separating it? Yeah. Completely off the subject, but uh, for some reason, I love the way Eric Metaxas said China, uh, China. during the podcast this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just picked up on it. Check I like the way he said China. Rick and Bubba Universe? China. 
Anonymous. Uh-oh. Calling in from Mississippi. Anonymous, go ahead. Hi, right, y'all hear this? Oh, yeah. we got us working, man. What's up? Hey, I'm, I'm calling you from the cab of a garbage truck right now. Oh. Oh, he knows what's up. Spill the beans. Oh, boy. Spill well, the beans. Here about, we go. I'm, I'm about to pull the sheet back. Right. Oh, wow. It all goes to the same place. Here we go. <sighs> there may be a different truck. And that's just a save face. Yep. It may be picked up on a separate day. That's just a save face. Oh, boy. But it all – now, I can't speak for up north because they do different yeah. things a little differently. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But here – and 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 I can take the softball from where I start work every day and throw it into the state of Alabama. Okay, so you're close. I'm right here Good on arm. the line, baby. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but, buddy, I'm telling you, it all goes to the same place. And if you don't mm-hmm. believe that, then, then – I guess you can ask Joe Biden. Probably <laughs> well, I mean, we, we're talking to a man in a garbage truck yeah, right that, now. That's two confirmations. Yeah, thank you, Anonymous. Right. Yeah. All right, so so we're reconfirming what we kind of already knew because we had brought this discussion up before and got response from all of you. So what do you tell the millennials and the uh, Gen Zers that say, I'm not going to date you unless you recycle? Right. And you go, well, let me just tell you something. I it's all going to, to the, the same place. I just to the man that drives the truck, and he said that, that goes to the same pile. So we ain't doing nobody no good. So how about dinner? <laughs> how about dinner? I mean, come on. Let's, I mean, first and look, of all, who's against who? Who's against littering? Nobody wants to litter. I don't like to litter. I used to litter when I was younger, but <laughs> I, you know, when you're young, you just throw stuff out the window because you don't want to deal with it. But I, I truly don't. I feel litter. like we're I at, do not litter out. anymore. Time I feel out. like I we're at litters dr- anonymous. I want to address something. <laughs> I don't litter. You said when you were little. How not old? little? No, younger. Young. Okay, so <laughs> you so, said little. So, so teenager. Okay, teenager. I probably quit littering when I was twenty-three. <laughs> He's coming clean, folks. He's coming clean. My name's Greg. Unless you, now, if you want to throw aluminum cans out, that's okay because people are going to pick those up and make money off of them. So, in your mind, that was that's your, okay. You, you, were, you thought that was an investment for somebody? Yeah, that was helping them out. That's how <laughs> they made their living. Them. That was helping them out. That's, that's how they made. That their how living. you made your mind? I don't work. think they do that anymore oh, that yeah. much. I see them all the time. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Sorry about that. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go see the doctor today. Maybe, maybe I've got COVID. All right, we start this hour as we have since the attack on America. Back on 9/11, we start with the national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed? At the twilight's last gleaming 
Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets regular The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled Banner yet wait For the land of the free And the home of the brave Eight and a half minutes past the hour The Rick and Bubba Show are y'all ready to go? We got much to do. Let's go. Well, we'll try to unpack the stories of the day. Will of Meat is in play. So be paying attention uh, for that. Could happen at any time. Could happen on the program today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here and ready to go. Uh, your phone calls will be part of it. Also, check Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com, the Rick and Bubba store full of new items including uh, the much sought-after Rick and Bubba COVID-19 mask. If you can't beat them, join them. If we got to wear them, you might as well have one with a Rick and Bubba logo on it. Let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him best as the silver-tongued one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, those who have kneecapped the post office, <laughs> welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. We've got the headlines laid out here again today. Are you ready to unpack them? It just gets stranger. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Let's get on. Well, are you ready? Sweet apple pie. Standing in the street.
ready for a good time, Bubba? Rick, the good time continues to roll. Thank all of you for joining us. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, almost, almost, we're sneaking up on 27 years. Oh, my. And if that's shocking to you, you can only imagine what we think about it. But uh, we are glad to be here. Thanks for uh, sharing a few hours with us each and every day. Rick, uh, the list of conspiracies are long and distinguished today. We have Russian election conspiracy, China election conspiracy. We have uh, post office conspiracies. Uh, Trump will not leave the White House when he loses because we already know he's going to lose because (laughs) we've got the votes. We're ready to stack the ballots in conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy boy, about uh, he doesn't want you to be able to mail in your vote conspiracy. Oh uh, yeah, well that's all. Is in that ne- under post office? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kneecapping the post office. Uh, someone asked that we explain that today. It's really a very simple. It's a very very simple deal. Um, and and I think we kind of had explained that before, but we'll go over it again Can for those that uh, are not grasping it yet. It's it's really it's simple. It's so simple we can explain it. Well, that really is simple. Uh, <laughs> and Rick, uh, really uh, tremendous news today. Uh, we had the. So you're going to go there right well, now? Well, we 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 had the wow. DNC uh, convention yes. last night, yes. and yeah, uh, that was... I I could not, I just could not help myself but to tune over and watch Bernie, and he is crazier than an outhouse rat. Yeah, uh, yeah I is. mean, not I, I'm, I don't even know how somebody like him gets to be <laughs> in the Senate and right. on. I just. The the absolute absence of any logic, any real world experience. Right. It's like it's like Mister Magoo is up there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who read a book and he's telling everybody how everything should be run. Well, not Mister Magoo. That's Biden. But right. uh, well, that's absolutely, well both of them. There's some similarities there. Anyway, we'll cover that. And Rick, uh, some news that came to us yesterday. It's already out there. Uh, we have found some news stories on it. And we'll talk to him tomorrow on the program. Mike Lindell, uh, the developer of MyPillow, uh, My Bed Topper. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of Giza Dream Sheets. Giza, Giza Dream, Dream Sheets. The best towels in the world, washcloths. Got that. I mean, he, I mean he's, he's got everything. Uh, there's a report out. He has come up with the cure for COVID-19. May I tell the story today? On how Absol- to, I think I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not can you. I will. I just demand okay. you tell the story. Now, I now saw we a text did. yesterday, and I thought, what in the world? And I thought we, that was the best way to tell everybody. Just yeah, throw it in like yeah, that. Now, yeah. I, know, I know we have a lot of scientists. You know, there's doctors and then there's scientists, and that's a whole other level, who are working on this around the clock. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, it, I was a little shocked to find out a guy that made pillows in Minnesota had come up with the answer. Now we had time. And look, I love Mike Lindell. Don't get me wrong. I oh, sure. love Mike. Man, oh, I mean, yeah. he is an American success story. Amen to that. And uh, he's overcome a lot. And uh, I like his pillow. But, but I, I was pillow. I was taken back when I heard that he had the cure for COVID. And this is what this is my, what made it even stranger yesterday. Well, we don't. We, uh, All right, we'll come back. This, we, this deserves its own segment. Yeah, it really does. All right, so, but I will say this, and I'm going to throw in and, this and on Rick, the list. I've, I've got an 18 page report of how it works. Two things. First of all, I'm just going right. to leave that topic it's with this. It's all to watch. You and I do know, mm-hmm. though, that many times entrepreneurs that don't have any, any agenda can solve 
a, a, a problem quicker than all the people that have agendas. True. Well, that's that's yeah. one of the reasons that uh, we have been drawn to Trump historically because yeah. he right. he kind of looks at it as a business problem and uh, takes care of now, it. Now, I'm not saying that Mike Lindell has a cure to COVID-19. I'm just saying no, Mike that— Mike Lindell says he's I know, but you know why? He's on the show tomorrow. I'm going to say yeah, that we, again. We're, we've gone to the source. I'm like, saying that he's, he's, journalists he, will not. he's coming on the show uh, tomorrow. But, but let me go back to this. In your updates, because that'll put us to the break, because this is this thing where we're kind of billboard the things that are to come. Yeah, this is the tease. I want y'all to know that I can confirm that Kanye West is still running for president. Okay. <laughs> so put that on the so list. So that's still happening. It's still happening. <laughs> well, kind of. He ain't on the ballot. No, well, like he, he, he claims that he's going to be on the ballot everywhere he can, and everything else is going to be a write-in. You know what? Good for him. He's America. Looking, he, he's, he's always looking, can do that. He's looking for his vice presidential candidate. All right. I'll tell you what I suggested. I bet it ain't going to be Taylor Swift. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station. But they should be. It is 22 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today as we move forward. Okay. So I'm going to just tell you exactly how it happened. Uh, I was uh, going through my normal routine yesterday, and um, I I stopped uh, around 3 o'clock in the afternoon Central Time to do a little better. And uh, so this means I, I won't be on my phone for the next hour or so. So I, I, I finish that up, and I, I get back into my truck, and uh, I go, well, look here. There's, I got a message from uh, Syndicated Solutions, uh, Bob Carey. Uh, and Syndicated Solutions syndicates our show uh, nationally and handles all of our national advertising um, media partnerships. Okay? So uh, – and Bob, those of you that have heard Bob on the show in the past, he's 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 he is Jerry Seinfeld. They they favor, but what makes they them favor, sound a lot? Yeah, what makes their them, mannerisms? Yeah, a lot. that's what makes it him Jerry is they have that same New York mannerisms. And, and Bob is from New York and Connecticut, lives in Connecticut, works in New York. And a matter of fact, I'm sure Cuomo's called him and asked him to come. He'll cook for him. Um, but anyway, so uh, and you know Bob is just just his quirkiness. And and really, if we just delved into Bob's world, Bob Bob wants ratings and revenue. You know, anything outside of that really is just – it's almost like you got stuck on a dirt road you didn't want to be on. Yeah. You know, you were on the main highway. And so – and, you know, and Bob, you know, I mean, he's – if he calls you and you're not paying your bills and that kind of stuff, you know, he's Sicilian yeah. uh, and uh, and is a New Yorker, so it can be scary, you know. And uh, But he gets the job done. So, uh, hey, Rick, hey, it's Bob. And I'm like, okay, here's a message from Bob. Hey, uh, just give me a call, you know, you get a chance. Uh, and it's, it's just like this. You know, you call me when you get a chance, guy. Um, I was talking with, uh, you know, my pillow. Um, you know, uh, uh, Lindell thinks he's got the cure for COVID-19. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I was like, what, what did he say? So, so, I, so I call him, and, um, and Bob's like, uh, I said, Bob, and just like, you hey, Bob. All, just like all of you did on the email, I mean, on the group text yesterday, I said, Bob, I know you don't have a history of drinking. I've never even heard of you even <laughs> touching alcohol. Now, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe four or five times a year, I have a glass of uh, red wine. Right? <laughs> and I said, okay, so, but no, I'm not. I don't drink. I'm not a big drinker. Okay, 
I think your message said that Lindell has the cure for COVID-19. Hmm. Pauls. The pillow guy. Greg Pauls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Rick, that's, that's right. You heard that right. He <laughs> uh, well, well, wants to come on the show this week to talk about a cure for COVID-19, not pillows. No, not pillows. They're going to have some slippers and robes coming up, just <laughs> FYI. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, that, that's good. Yeah, I was talking to him about fourth quarter and, um, you know, what we're going to be advertising and promoting. And uh, in passing, the uh, person I was talking to said, you know, we have the cure. And he says, what, what, the, the cure for sleeping? You know, bad sleep, a yeah. good night's sleep? <laughs> no, we've got the cure for COVID-19. <laughs> um, and then it dawned on me that the president was in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I think there may have been a meeting about this. And then, so so Bubba and I get to the office today. I sent out the group text yesterday, and, and everybody thinks now I'm drinking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And we we joke with each other so much. Mike says he's cure for COVID-19. Call me. Well. Uh, so Bubba has done some research today, apparently. Well, Rick, I replied to your text. I said, send six cures and book him at seven. Right. And so, yeah, because normally, you know, clients will send us, you know, the with products so we can try them and see if we like them and all that. And so Bubba just said, look, if, if you've got the cure to COVID, send us six of them. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm game. Which my pillow uh, replied, they're going to send us five. They're not going to send one for Hams <laughs> because <laughs> of his negativity. <laughs> um, Rick, uh, you know, I, I, I said my response was what well, you would think this would be in the news somewhere. Yeah, and uh, we couldn't really find anything. Well, this morning we have found something, mm-hmm. um, and there is an 18 page and I speedy to say paper I printed front and back. Mm-hmm. Um, what they call a white paper or explaining easy privilege. Uh, well, no, that's the term. Of it. <laughs> that's the term of it. Watch and it, uh, watch, it, it. watch it, Mr. Privilege. Watch and, it. And it's uh, there's a lot of footnotes here from uh, uh, the World Reference Center for Emerging Viruses uh, at the University of Texas, Galveston. Uh, something else from the University of Texas Medical Branch, Galveston. Um, M.D. Anderson Oncology in Houston, mm-hmm. um, Phoenix Biotechnology, San Antonio, Texas. Um, Where? In it's San Antonio. Hey, San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. And um, you know, I you know, it's way over my head but, looking at. But all did this. you not? But Google, there, there's it, 18 pages, and this is the thing. It has Mike Lindell's name tied to all this. It's something they've been yes. what, what they've been oh, working yeah. with. Yeah, it, it, it does. Um, and it basically, Rick, something to do. And best I can tell, they have been able to kill the virus in a laboratory. Uh, it does not mention, at least what I've read, a a real life working version of this. But it's something to do um, with. I'm just going to spell the word because I can't say it. Speedy, you might want to see what Sam right. says. Go for it. O-L-E-A-N-D-R-I-N. Mm-hmm. Would it kill English people if they're going to do some discovery in medicine? Can it be a name we can say? Well, I think this particular name is the name of a plant that it comes from, from what I can tell. Well, could we not find a, find a plant that we can say? <laughs> and it is a toxic plant, but of course, you know, the stuff we put in our drinking water is toxic too. It's all about the amount. But uh, apparently they think it may be a uh, a natural 
immunity or a natural killer of this virus. Well, you, br- uh, you brought it. I guess. How do you say it? Olindrin. I mean, you brought it. Olindrin. Olindrin. That's what Sam said. Back saying. to the reason, and Mark Lindell came up. Mike Lindell. Oh, Mike, Mike Lindell, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. He, he discovered this. Yeah, his thing. brother, he, his brother Mark's really, I, and frankly, he's, <laughs> he's, he, he's probably the one that found it. He's, he's the one pushing this. Yeah. So Mike Lindell, Greg, says he has the cure. Now, i got to tell you something. Well, you, if it's like his other products, I'm in yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you talk about it. Say it again. Olindrin. 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 Anybody Olindrin. know about Olindrin? Olindrin. Now, this is not Olindrin. proven. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been peer-reviewed, blah, 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 all that stuff. But it is just strange, somebody that we think highly of, who is in the pillow business, has said, I've got the, uh, I've got the cure. So I, I just found that interesting. Well, it's uh, but Lindell's an entrepreneur, yeah. And, and if he sees a problem, he, he lays awake at night trying to solve it. He is a problem solver. I, Rick, what did we say the other day? If they want to get this thing done, they need to call us in. Have you, you know, heard? get just get some good old get up and go behind it. Huh? Have you guys heard of the oleander uh, plant? Yeah. Oleander yeah. plant. Yeah. That's, that's it. From, that's what that's it's from. Oleandrin. Oleandrin. Hey y'all, what's up? I'm Darius Rucker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat man alive, if that is possible. <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, Speedy, you don't have to answer this because I know it's a simple answer for you. Anybody here like to save money? Anybody? <laughs> uh, I don't know who doesn't. Well, I, what, what if it's just it's a very, real simple process? You know, it's not you can say it can't be a hassle for me. Yeah, I'd rather pay more and not be hassle. But right. when I found out how easy it was, you know, we we all shop so much online. I I got a couple things I got in the last week. I probably have shopped online like three times uh, in the last week. Uh, mm-hmm. And and joinhoney.com/bubba because there are coupons out there, and it's foolish not to use them if they're available for you. But a lot of times you're like, eh, what a hassle. And and then I got one that was outdated. And then somebody told me the one I had wasn't even the one that had the bit most savings. Well, solve that problem in just a few minutes with a couple of clicks and add this browser extension extension known as joinhoney.com slash Bubba. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba. Uh, this is as simple as it can, can get. And I want to clarify, this is completely legitimate, legal, and a lot of fun, and it's completely free. There is no catch. Uh, it's not too good to be true. The service has partnered with over 30,000 vendors to get you discount promo codes so you'll you know, shop on their website. That's that's what they have in. They want to let you know, hey, come over here, shop with us, and then you get the savings. Just take joinhoney.com slash Bubba, add it to your browser. You go there, shop like you always do, and then when you get ready to check out, it has, a, you know, apply honey over there. Click on that, apply the coupons. It searches databases, uh, and it grabs you every coupon that's available, gets you the savings that's there, and you just watch your price drop. It's really that simple. Uh, there's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So we mentioned that tomorrow Mike Lindell of MyPillow will be on the show, and we're going to ask him the question about this research that's been going on, and there and there's even been a, a murmur campaign that Mike Lindell's company may have found the cure to COVID-19. Now, I know it, I hear myself. I it, hear it in my headphones. And it's dealing with this plant. How do you say it? Uh, Adler, Oleander. Adler, Oleander. Oleander, like Ole now, Anderson. Like I, Ole mentioned, Anderson. I mentioned it's toxic. Don't try this at home. 
I'm just giving you the report, okay? Don't, like we've had other idiots, go out when somebody says something, yes. go out and do it. It's not it's not ready yet. Right. Don't go eat the plant or make tea or with the it. fish tank cleaner. Mm-hmm. Don't right. be like yeah. those people. Don't, don't wipe your uh, rump with it to get rid of hemorrhoids. No, we're <laughs> just, it works. We're just giving you the news story. So, I don't know. We're going to have him on. We'll ask about it. I, I, I'm not familiar with this. Um, Speedy, you said they used to make tea out of it to kill people, right? I don't know. We were just well, sitting, you know, in the break. We got all kinds of emails, yeah. and, yeah. and it said that it's deadly. Right. They, uh, well, yeah, it's, I mentioned it was toxic. That mm-hmm. means deadly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so don't uh, – but again – Chlorine is is deadly too, but we swim in it and we put some of it in our water, and you know, with a small amount, it can be a, a you know good. It kills well, germs. You but, you were the first one I that, that brought the, everyone's attention to the facts, the fact that Botox, yeah, uh, it, it involves botulism. It, well, yeah, yeah, it's deadly, and uh, you know, with the right amount and done the right way with a professional, uh, you too can have a smooth forehead. <laughs> Right. Uh, like like Speedy's. Well, and, Adler uh, and he's and he's working on this. We, we really have Adler has is on this trend where he'll he'll have something to add and he waits to add it right so at the hard funny. break. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, but he's going to work on that. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I've learned two things uh, just in the last few days. One that apparently they think this could be a possible cure. Like there's a lot of others out there, mm-hmm. and the fact that lemongrass will run mosquitoes off. I had no idea. This lemongrass thing that Bubba's brought up. <laughs> Like I like I have been to restaurants before, mo- mainly with an Asian flavor, and they'll offer a lemongrass chicken. So if you eat that, does that mean that then you repel mosquitoes? Uh, I've never, I have not found that to be true. Mm-hmm. But then we know Greg brought the story up that we did. You remember that was the whole Burger King, yeah, that uh, ridiculous campaign they did with the Walmart kid, uh, where they're singing about how they're going to start feeding their cows lemongrass so they will break wind less yeah. and burp less <laughs> and run mosquitoes off. That's going to be while the, they do it. That, it it's what, <laughs> it's even better. And then Bubba, <laughs> they can cover an area. And then, yeah. then Bubba comes in today and claims that Betty told him lemongrass runs off gnats and mosquitoes. Yeah, and I, it's true. I mean, I looked it up. I sent y'all. Uh, I did a little cut and paste for y'all. Text mm-hmm. it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was just noticing in a place where there's some lemongrass. I wasn't seeing. You know, the gnats and things, the bugs, mosquitoes like we have. And uh, I mentioned it, and Betty was just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, lemongrass is right there. You're standing in the middle of it, and it, it repels. It's the same stuff that citronella is made out of, or the same chemical. And you've heard those candles you can put up, the citronella candles. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. So I guess it's the same thing from the lemongrass Right, plant. in a small town just north of Mobile. Right. right. <laughs> well, I uh, see because I, I I didn't even know I had it in the landscaping until you described it. Then I'm right. like, then I'm like, oh yeah, I got some of that. Yeah, what do you tell? It looks <laughs> right. good. I mean, landscapers love that. Oh, stuff. they do love oh, it. But apparently, I had I don't have enough of it. To me, you know, that to me, may, that, I need it in a few other places. To me, know. they look like you've got a Dr. Seuss character's head sticking up in your right. Room. It's like thing one or thing two. Right, and but, they, uh, and yeah. then when once a few times a year they come in and cut them all the way down like <laughs> yeah. the crew cut. Yeah, they mm-hmm. give it a flat top and right. hey, Eric. Right. Yeah. But you don't need it when they give it a flat top because the mosquitoes are gone. Well, I'll tell you this. If that's what they do, we need more of it. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, I want to plant rings of it. <laughs> is there anything more annoying for you to try to be at this time of year? You know, when, when basically it, where we live, and I know that hell has to be worse, you know, because the fire never is never quenched, but the, the, the heat and humidity, Been hot, mm, it's just, Boy, you, you just, it, and it's the kind of, and I, like I said, it makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, well, we what, refer what, to the it, humidity, and, and I, I don't, yeah. I don't mean this negatively, but I've always refer, heard it referred to. And of 
course, I picked it up hell hot. Right. You know, it I mean, is, it's yeah. just almost unbearable right. at times. You know, I, I, like I said, I've, I've said I think it played a role in my delayed submission to Christ. Right, mm-hmm. right. That people were trying to scare me with hell, but I lived in Alabama, and it took some time to even make me be concerned <laughs> well, about I've, it. I've hey, always thought huh. more pastors ought to preach on hell in, in August, September. I brought the, It's funny, I brought this up. Because <laughs> I, th- I think it would get, I think yeah. it would sink in a little better, because it really it doesn't have the bite in January. No. It really, no, it really doesn't. doesn't. No, I, I had to go to a well-spaced, uh, mask-included meeting last night at the church hey, wow. and um and so and, i love and, how you have to lay it out like that. and that was brought up I, I they were bringing up something talking about we normally a few times a year have a luncheon uh with the men's ministry that involves you know the uh, people coming and talking about some strategy and what we're doing and people were saying well i don't know the church will let us have that and there was all talk about whether you can do it not do it and somebody brought up well, why don't we do it at the pavilion outside? I said, you talking about this time of year? <laughs> I, 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 I said, if we do, let let our message that day be around hellfire. Yeah, because, sure, because sure. it'll be a great time to get everybody come, to your point. That'd yeah. be a great time well, for everybody to. You know, I, I didn't know about lemongrass. I did. I do know that wind or or let me rephrase that. <laughs> you talking a, about the a breeze? Oh. A breeze will prevent mosquitoes from coming out because they can't navigate in the wind, so they don't come out. And if you live in a windy place, you normally don't have a problem with mosquitoes. Oh, you keep going back to mosquitoes. Well, he's you, on his mosquitoes. It's just because we brought it. But Bubba's mosquito facts. But but you you brought up gnats first. Does it have any help on gnats? I, I just lumped all them things that fly that get in your face. Because it was really mosquitoes. Even okay. no seams. No no seams. Boo yeah. to no seams. Well, well, here's the one that gets. What me. about a good news? Let, let me back. Can I? Let me just say mosquitoes. Okay. Let me refine. Because <laughs> you start out with gnats, and I got yeah. hopeful. Because I've actually seen some success with mosquitoes. I haven't seen anybody be successful against gnats. Well, gnats, gnats are well, which under- ones lemongrass get at? Mosquitoes, I think. Oh, yeah, mosquitoes. Well, you said no, you said gnats. you told Betty you had gnats everywhere. You said there's one story. there's well, one place I never noticed I'm gnats, so and it's over here. I was excited I, about I really having gnats, too. and now we still I, have I want to retract the gnats. Doggone it! Come on, Bubba. That's what got me excited. I thought so. You know what though? You know what? Maybe we should check it. Maybe maybe gnats are in there with them. Well, let's go back to it. I know this. If you got a wind, if you got air moving, they can't fly in it. Though. What about gnats? Uh, they can't either. Let's go back to this. Uh, now again. I see the tie to the candle. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's go back to this again. <laughs> Do you remember? Is there anything that will ruin? And you've, and you've talked gnats, about it for years, Speedy. When you were at your other house, yeah. Is there anything that ruins? You try, you know, and it's your own fault because you tried to have something. Mm-hmm. You try to go out and have a nice afternoon in the Gosh summer, mighty. and and gnats get up in your face, and you can't get them off of you. Mm-hmm. And no matter where you go, they come with you. Oh, it's horrible! It just ruins the whole it, thing. It, and I've realized that I thought it was just my other house thing. It, the gnats, the, the gnats are everywhere. Well, you live, you, you, you know, you, where you Rick, live, are right? you talking about gnats? Yes, yeah, gnats. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that G there? <laughs> It is. You know the gnat okay. secret, right? You know they'll go to the highest highest thing. So, like, if you're standing there, um, like, hold your hand up, and they'll all, and then look up, and they're all around your hand. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Right, so, like, if I'm ever playing catch with the boys, and and we're out in the front yard, then while I'm waiting on the ball, I'll actually hold the glove up, or if I have a hat, I'll hold the hat up, and they're all up by the hat. I didn't know that. And they'll stay out of your. No face. wonder they're getting so you mean. You gotta stand there and hold it. Up. No one, yeah, which is that's the bad thing. No wonder my my five foot one wife says, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, <laughs> as long as you're standing there. Can I can I read this to you too? And five foot uh, one's a stretch, by the way. This I is know, from Home Guide. The Home mm-hmm. Guide uh, webpage says it doesn't kill bugs, but lemongrass 
has long been used alone or in combination with other natural ingredients to repel swarming, flying, and biting, biting pests, including gnats. Okay. What about no seals? Okay, seal? that feels good. <laughs> what about no seals? But, man, the lemongrass, it just gets so big. It, yeah, over, we, it overtakes everything. Well, I need more of it because I've still got gnats. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't like gnats. I don't either. But you're right. No seams are worse because they bite you. Oh, boo. Well, they do. They bite boo. hard. What about them old biting flies? Or take his tiny gnats. I don't know. Real tiny gnats. What about them big green armored flies? <laughs> oh. Well, D-O-D-O. <laughs> they're not a problem unless you've decided to lay one. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Jimmy Westbrook with Little Big Town, and I cannot believe I am on the Rick and Bubba show, but here I am, and hey, y'all. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza in Teleport. Thank you for being with us. All right, so the, we'll get into more of the Democrat uh, National Convention and the world of COVID and the weirdness of it all and i heard you guys talking the kickoff hour that michelle obama had already recorded her message before they even announced that kamala yeah. harris was the vice presidential candidate that's all weird uh but bubba the post office my goodness here we go well we got an email said bubba I i'm not following this post office story yeah and uh, i haven't paid attention to it either and and it's really it's more complicated there's two there's two stories running together one is this push for mail-in voting Oh, yeah, we got a map. We now, didn't do it. And then they're also confusing. There's a difference in absentee voting and mail-in voting. Correct. Even though you mail in an absentee ballot. 100% okay? right. And they're trying to cloud these two. I watched them do it right. last night. So we can cover that issue separately. Okay. okay. But it plays into the post office story. So let me touch on it just briefly. The Democrats want mail-in voting. They want it now. The Republicans do not because they don't think the system is ready. Now, some states have already had mail-in voting, and they have got the kinks out of it over the years. They're fine. But what they're trying to stop are these people who are have all of a sudden decided they want mail-in voting. Well, right. Why do they want it? Everybody has a reason. The Democrats think they will get more voters participating who are Democrat, who they who will not vote now. Because they don't want to go to a place where there's officials, put their name on the line, because a lot of them are wanted by the law. That's the bottom line. Or they think they're wanted by the law. They don't want to deal with it. They want to stay off the chart, off the grid. Mm-hmm. Going to vote puts them on the grid, okay? That's just that's the facts. That's, that's the side of it. The Republicans don't want that because they think it is right for cheating, Okay. And that's where they try to confuse. They go, well, you're against mail-in voting, but you do it. No, they absentee vote. That's different. I have done absentee balloting. I may do it again. My kids do it because they're away at school. There's a process, and it's rather lengthy, and it requires photo ID, driver's license, all that kind of stuff to do that. Then they will mail you a ballot, and, oh, my goodness, it's complicated. Then there's a lot of paperwork you got to do with it. You mail it in. That's fine. 
Absentee balloting, absentee balloting makes up a very small part of every election. As a matter of fact, in very few elections has it even mattered the race is over before they even get to the absentee ballots, okay? So we, we got that. The Dems want to do this widespread. The argument against it has been not that maybe we don't need to do it. We're not ready to do it. It is right for cheating, and we have had convictions for cheating doing mail-in balloting, Republican and Democrat, okay? There's also a thing called ballot harvesting that has been done, and there's an argument if this is legal or not. If someone wants to sell their vote, can they sell it? It's an argument. Some people will go and they'll they'll go down to Skid Row or they'll go over to the nursing home or whatever, and they'll go in there and give everybody a dollar to, to collect their ballot. They'll mark it how they want it, and they mail it in. How do we know this? They have found them mailing oh, it's happened, in yeah. that's, that's a fact. hundreds of them at a time. That, that's a fact. No person should go to the post office and mail in a mail-in ballot and have 300 of them. It just that that doesn't make sense. That's not one person, one vote. By the way, you you really dated yourself with the term skid row. But go mm-hmm. ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now it's called Main Street in L.A. <laughs> right. Okay. So <laughs> or any corner in Portland, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So that is the argument on mail-in voting. Look, I believe that we're going to have to have a way that we can vote and not be present to vote. If that's mail-in voting, that may be the way it is. If it's electronic online, it may be that way. We do banking online that is secure. We can do voting that way, but the system is not ready. It's not ready to go. And it's being rushed for a political advantage. The other side says, we don't want you to have that political advantage, so we're trying to slow it down. Right. That's, that's that argument. Okay. Now, to the post office. The post office loses billions of dollars each year. We, the taxpayers, fund the post office. It's not just 50 cents to mail a letter. That's that's what you're putting on the envelope, but they're getting your tax dollars. It's much, much more to mail a letter than you even know if you really look at all the cost involved. Now, this is not the fault or the problem of the mail carriers or the people you see at the post office. This is upper-level management people that you never run into who have run the post office in the ground, okay? Trump has taken issue with this several times. Trump is very unhappy that the post office made a deal to deliver Amazon packages, and they lose money doing it. He's going, why are you doing this for a company that is making billions of dollars profit and they're not paying a dime of tax to help prop up the postal service, but they're taking advantage of it. Somebody made a terrible deal to agree to do this. Amazon ought to pay the freight just like everybody else. Right. Okay? That means your package might cost a little more to get there, but you're paying for it either way, either with your tax money or by, you know, the, the cost of shipping. So he has wanted that deal redone. And Trump has propped up, propped up, and he's put in his guy now who's trying to make some changes at the post office, and it's going to require some cuts and moves and changes to do that, to try to make it solvent, to try to make it so it doesn't lose money. Well, now that we have the mail-in voting thing coming in line, they're going, well, you're just trying to submarine the post office so they can't get our votes in. Right. Okay, so now you see that we got one problem spilling into another one. Right. And then here is the other political part of this. Trump has said, 
I will prop up the post office, send me a clean bill. That means money for the post office. He says, I'll sign it. Send it to me. Democrats won't send him that. They send it to him with trillions of other dollars tied to it to prop up Democratic states and governors who have run their state in the ground. And they're in humongous debt. New York, California, never see the light of day. And they want to prop them up so they can keep going. Trump says, ain't doing it. I'm not playing that game where I send you trillions of dollars on a wish list for all of your pet projects, all of your buddies, all of your governors to bail them out who have run their state in the ground just like you've run the post office in the ground. Now, I will prop up the post office to keep it going because it's a valuable asset and we're working to correct the problem. I will do that. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer sends the bill with all kind of add-ons. Trump says, I ain't signing it. So then the demos go out and say Trump is kneecapping the post office because he don't want mail-in votes. And that is the post office story. That's it, right there. Uh, Couldn't be said any clearer. Top of the hour, we'll take your phone calls when we come back at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And we'll talk about whatever's on your mind, our response to to what we just heard, because that is one of the stories that's out there. And hopefully that gave you some, some clarification. And you can agree or disagree or or have your own comments on that or any other story when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.